Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pond Lee Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. Great to be with our uh, audience tuning in to and across the uh, Jacob Network as 2023 Jay Doc starts to uh, settle in and almost come to what will be a complete close of the year 2023. The last time uh, you and I had an opportunity with our guest today, um, to sit down in an interview setting, or at least the most memorable of 2023, was uh, Sam Pond's Legends of Labor uh, induction into the Hall of Fame. What an incredible night it was uh, for you, Sam, and it's great to have you uh, joining us, and it's great to be doing it visually uh, here, um, where we get a chance to see what J-Doc really looks like during the course of the day <laughs> instead of when he shows up at the office. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, and uh, always a good introduction, um, especially when uh, at our, we have Joe Doc have a little bit of the uh, the expense of it. But it's well, always well the camera puts on a couple pounds, but for the first time ever, I'm taller than you, so I like this video thing. Going no, on. it's it's good to trade places once in a while. It's really it really is nice. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, um, Joe mentioned the Legends of Labor night. It was such an incredible night. The who's who from our labor community was there and uh, like we say so this is our end of the year special and and uh i uh, can't think of a, a more appropriate person than sam pond um who is a large part of why we you know are here after 10 years and um but also uh somebody who's committed to to, to our labor community sam uh this is a a great time of year Okay, uh, going into the holiday season where it's amongst us, obviously the new year. Last time you and I spoke, um, the firm is, is um, you know, it, it, it doing better than ever. The success level is um, at the top of its game and building, um, you, know, or, you know, on an annual basis constantly. But that doesn't happen by itself. Talk about that. Funny you should say that because I just sent out two emails today in regard to, you know, this year's, how we did this year and executing what our uh, battle plan was, uh, our strategy was. And I think we did a pretty good job in that regard. Uh, to grow, you have to bring not only financial capital, but you have to really have the human beings in place, the team in place, um, the leadership in place, the motivation in place which I think is pretty easy because we are in the professional services business. You have to always be careful, Joe, when you grow and you take more market share, and we are. We are setting records literally every month in regard to the number of folks that, that contact us in the region, statewide, and also nationally. But again, you got to go back and make sure every individual client's experience is at the highest professional level. And that really is very, very important. And that takes a culture of and, and values in regard to making sure that people are represented at the highest level. I talked about it at our Christmas party, which was Friday night. 
Jerry Lee Hockey had complimented the litigators in our firm. And quite frankly, I followed up on that um, after Tommy Giordano spoke and we had a moment of silence for Kevin Harcher, who was a partner we lost a year ago. But I followed up in regard to the litigators and I said, and I know we're on radio, but I said, I am so proud. They are badasses. They are badass litigators and making the insurance companies employers that do the wrong thing to our clients when they're injured. They will have to deal with us. They will have to deal with Pondley Hockey litigators. And I can assure you, there will be no quarter for them in regard to paying the price and compensating our clients. Our clients don't come to us until they're mistreated. And then they go from there. Now, in regard to what's going to happen next year, to answer your question, Joe, is that we have laid out a strategy. To understand the strategy of any organization, I go back to a lot of times I go back and I look at military history, I look at military leadership, and I look at strategies. And you can go back in history, and most of the time, strategy is not carried out. We can look at the Vietnam War and what, what America's strategy was in regard to a counterinsurgency, it wasn't very good. In regard to Pondley hockey strategy, who do we want to be? And I think we want to be the dominant injury disability firm in the region, in the state, and in the country in regard to matching up people with the right partners if we can't particularly handle it. And that really takes a lot of commitment. That takes communication to let all the stakeholders know what that mission is, what that strategy is, so that we're all on the same page and that we all buy into it. We all buy into it. Wow. Sam, let me, get, let me get you to answer this question from this perspective. A um, hundred pond Lahaki clients gather in a room and the question is posed, who do you want or who do you expect pond Lahaki to be? How do you think they answer that? Well, I think they, they answered, they, they want results. Um, they want advocacy um, and they want comfort and peace of mind knowing that they have the right champion and the right advocate uh, that's going to get them the results with an appropriate strategy, Joe, on that particular file. I think the fact that people don't, well, we've talked about it on this show many, many times in regard to a holistic approach to a human being that has suffered an injury or disability. That has to be taken in the context of that person's life, where they're at, where they want to go. Let, you have to listen to what they have to say in, in regard to the outcome that they want. I had a conversation with a new client today. You know, she's unsure where she wants to do. Does she want to go back with this employer? Does she want to move on? She's a little up in years. We'll find out more after she gets a medical diagnosis, and we'll find out more when we have a conversation in the second week of January. She'll be in a little short footing. We'll have a little bit more information. Where do we want to then go with her life? Where does she want to go with that, that her life? And then we'll we'll do our best to get her there. And most of the times we can get folks where we thought we were going to sail their life to uh, in a better place, in a calmer place. One last follow-up to that, Sam. At what point in the process do you feel the client brings a sense of unconditional trust to the firm. So important. Yeah, I mean, I would hope after the first the first conversation, first meeting, 
it's there, but Joe, it, 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 you know, you were dealing with human beings. I think after they get a taste of the whole firm, in other words, dealing with the paralegal, dealing with some of the litigators on my team, a couple of those calls when they know that people are on the job, on the ball, professionals, have the answers, know the law inside and out, have a direction, all the team members know about it. I think at that point, and that, you know, to answer your question, Joe, I think it's a couple conversations, it's a couple meetings, it's a couple events uh, where they're they're really bought in. And that doesn't, I mean, sometimes you get that peace of mind, you get that unconditional buy-in by a client after a pretty good long meeting or call. Um, they, they, they give you their trust. And funny, you know, I was just thinking, it's funny I should ask this question. I had a conversation with that new client I just mentioned today and I just thought about it. She told me things she probably never told any other human being about her life. Mm-hmm. There were some things not related to the case. They were related in an ancillary way. And, but that's good information for me to know, and I need to know that. And that's confidential, obviously. Uh, but, you know, if she's comfortable at the first phone call after 30 minutes and tell me about those type of things, hopefully she's bought it. And, and you know what that is? That's people opening up to somebody they trust. Okay? And that can happen in the middle of a conversation. One of the things- well, no, Let me interrupt you because I want to, I want to go back to this client. This, thank God I had this client call today because we have so many examples of it. I thought, I actually thought about you because she said, I thought I could sue my employer. And I was going to say, well, Joe Doc would give you the Graham Barton speech. And I said in 1915, I told her about the 50, 50 different schemes. And she asked me about a permanency. I said, permanency doesn't necessarily happen here. Well, yeah, we had the grand bargain discussion, her and I. Well, it's interesting because, um, and and by the way, obviously, you know, I learned that from you, but um, it is so important and it does educate somebody on the spot to to what they're doing. Uh, One of the things, and when I asked the question about success, Sam, um, you you answered it, you know, you talk about the litigators and and the clients and, and the people, okay? The importance... One of the things when I when I think about the firm, and obviously we appreciate everything the firm does for our union workers, um, who have you know are countless in, in their commitment to Palma Hockey because of what Palma Hockey's commitment to them. But um, success really, it, you know, and you talk about you know having a strategy and a plan, but it doesn't happen without results. Okay, in other words, you, you know, putting together that team. Sam, you're doing a radio show now. You're one person who, 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 you know, works like 10. But, you know, there's thousands of injured workers out there that you're representing. And ultimately speaking, everything you see about the firm, the billboards, when you go to the ballpark, the firm is all over the place. It's built on one thing, and that is results. Talk about that bottom line when you're talking to your team. Well, I think the, the results come exactly from, you know, how good the team is and how trained they are and how bought in and committed they are to it. You know, Jerry and I have, Jerry Lee Hawk and I have a playbook in regard to litigating a workers' compensation case. Tommy has the SSD. We evaluate cases and take every third-party personal injury cases out of all these things. I'm teaching in-house tomorrow. Uh, I have a lunch and learn. I have a lunch and learn with all the staff um, once a month. And tomorrow happens to be psychiatric cases. In other words, how's a psychiatric case from, you know, Joe Krause having a work injury. He's a union carpenter. He's 48 years old. 
you know, what are his emotions, what the psychological consequence of having a physical injury and having so many unknowns. And then the results come from all that. The results come from doing the, the little things too, following penalty petitions, asking for unreasonable contest attorney's fees, not taking any crap, punching back, being feared. I, you know, I don't really care if people don't like that concept of being feared. I want insurance companies literally to fear us. When they see Pony Hockey's, the value of that goes up for our clients. So the results are the results. Joe, you know, Pony Hockey, and I said this to Shane Inspector and some others in the last year, Pony Hockey, I would argue, and I and I'm just saying this as a fact, and I'll put I'll, I'm saying it as a as a as a point that I'll throw out there. I think Pony Hockey has tried more cases to decision. Now we go in front of judges to get a decision as opposed to juries. I think Pony Hockey's tried more cases to a decision than any other injury firm in the United States of America. We try, we don't settle cases just to settle cases. Think about this. 10%, 8% of civil cases may go to a decision. They, most of them settle. Pony Hockey walks away from settlements all the time because they don't value our clients' cases. We try over 50% of our cases to decision. Over 50%. And we do that because there's a risk reward to our clients. We counsel them and say, they're trying to give you eight months, which is due now. Go to a decision, hang in there. Every client's case is different. But hang in there. Let's take, We're confident that we'll get the right decision for you. And then after that, we'll get value. But that reputation, that reputation of not just taking anything they're throwing at you, is what gets the results because they know that we'll take the case to a decision. We'll spend the money to take this, this hundreds of thousands of dollars every month we spend to try cases. Every year we plow back in. Polly, Sam Pond, Jerry Hockey, and Tommy Giordano, equity partners here, aren't taking the money out of this practice. We are plowing all of our profit back into this practice. That's what we believe in. We're putting our money where our mouth is. So, and we spend the money against insurance. Well, we'll have spend any case on anybody on any case if we believe in the case. So, yeah, and that that has a consequence to results, Joe. It's the Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. Our special guest today is Sam Pond. We'll take a commercial break. Back in a moment. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pondley Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pondley Hockey a call. And back here on The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause, great conversation, of course, with Sam Pond, the founder and managing partner of Pond La Hockey. And the only uh, word missing, Sam, from that opening uh, segment of conversation um, is the descriptive adjective of vulnerable. Many of the clients and many of the potential clients and many of the injured workers uh, from um, the union community who you help um, come to you when they are very, very vulnerable. And confused. Vulnerability creates confusion, I think. 
Yeah, you're, it's so true. And, and, you know, what the void, what really needs to be filled into that, that vacuum of uncertainty and confusion and vulnerability is knowledge and knowing that you uh, are going to be okay and that you uh, have the law uh, behind you, you have Ponley hockey behind you um, and others. And, and quite frankly, the union movement, um, the local itself, which I'm going to tell you right now, and I said this last week, either at the AFL-CIO Christmas luncheon or the Building Trades luncheon, there's a, there's a stark difference when someone comes in that we represent that has a collective bargaining agreement and someone that doesn't. Uh, and the folks that have the collective bargaining agreement and a local behind them with all the benefits and the ability of protecting them in regard to grievances and these type of things are so uh, in a better place than the folks that come and see us that don't have a union. You know, Sam, it's interesting because when I was thinking about Joe Krause mentioning the word vulnerable, okay, and you're right, obviously, um, we're very fortunate, and you've talked about it a uh, hundred times about the benefit of having a collective bargaining uh, agreement. And, um, you know, the, you know, when, when somebody comes in and they, you know, from a union, they have obviously a lot more resources. Palm the hockey, by the way, being one of those resources. Okay. Having said that, um, it's still a very, very, very scary place to be injured on a job. And next thing you know, you're trying to handle it yourself because one of the things that come with union construction is, you know, even though, um, you know, the res we have the resources, it, I've been on them jobs as, as an iron worker. You know, it's still that macho, I got it, I'm going to handle it myself. Um, and next thing you know, um, you know, you choose, you know, you choose not to call the business agent. You might not even tell the boss and give notice like you're supposed to. And about a couple, three weeks later, or maybe sooner or a little later, you find yourself in a bad way. Because we have such great packages, okay, we can afford different things. Well, fairly quickly, um, you know, your finances go down the tubes, you find yourself scared. What you said in the first segment about being a badass, okay, I love that. I love it because there's people out there, uh, before they call, whether they're union or not union, that are having those bad night sleeps before they call Sam Pond. And I, I, I say this with our advocacy program, Sam, of which, um, you know, our workers go to Pond the Hockey. And I say it right after I tell them that their union is, um, you know, you know their, their preferred firm is Palm the Hockey. I say, you're going to have a, the, the, the end of your day is going to be better than it started. Okay. And, and, and so that, that badass uh, attitude, you know, happens when a Palm the Hockey attorney gets involved in that. Talk about that, uh, you know, and, 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 and how good that feels to be able to end those sleepless nights. You know, it's funny you should say sleepless nights because that's where I was going to start. You know, when you really think about how many times we've been told walking someone out of the office after the initial interview and saying, well, I'm going to sleep well tonight. You can't put a price on a good night's sleep. And uh, yeah, I, you, you have, if, you know, one of the things we always say to the, to the clients is worry about everything else, get to, worry about your medical care, worry about getting well, We'll, we have a whole team of, you know, the medical communities out there for you. We'll get you an MRI. We'll get you a psychiatric evaluation. Whatever you need, we're going to take care of that. 
you go take care of your health now. You take care and step back. What do you want to do with your life? Start start taking all this stress. And, you know, that stress just doesn't help them, doesn't help their physical uh, injury. It just aggravates them. It does. But you know what's interesting? I, 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 uh, I did this show uh, with uh, an associate here at a personal injury firm. And a question I asked him, and he's uh, Bob Magalusi, he's been on your show before. And the question was, um, you know, when they see, uh, you know, it's your firm, you know, there's just a different act. Same upon the hockey. So instead of bullying somebody, okay, they know that they're in for a fight and somebody's not backing down. That is uh, a priceless uh, piece of information for an injured worker. No, we're, Joe, we're dealing with insurance companies. We're dealing with the evil umpire here, buddy. This is not, you know, you can you, you can use badass bullying, make them afraid. I don't really care. I, I got a client, a hurt person with the family, with kids, with a mortgage, with lack of career. I, I'll use any term. I'll do, look, you know, I, I want you not to sleep if you think for a month, if you know I have to cross-examine you, Okay. I, I, you're right. I, if, and if that gets our client the money that they need, then that's what I need to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm doing it in a very professional way. But I got no friends on the other side. I've got one obligation, one duty, one sworn obligation to represent my clients with all my ability and with all the resources that we have to get the result for them. Well, that's so, the one. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't need to deviate. I don't need to to be equivocal. I don't need to doubt. I know exactly what my mission is to bring everything that I possibly can. Everything, everything that I have, everything I've learned, everything I've experienced to the table in regard to getting the result for the client. And that is with blinders on. And and let me just say this. You mentioned the word resources. Okay. Somebody's out there and they don't know that, you know. If you don't know any better, you wouldn't, you know, when you're picking a law firm, they better have the resources to hire the experts, or the, you know, right. to, to, to have the medical professionals that have uh, the, the credibility and the skill. Okay. Those are things that people, when we talk about success, we started the show talking about success. It, it, it's just not about billboards or, you know, a TV. Com- that, those things don't get there without success. Those clients don't get the results without the without the resources. But if you don't know any better, you don't know to fu- ask or at least even research if the firm has the resources to, to win and compete. Joe, you have to have access to a medical. You have to have access to medical. Polly Hockey has to be able to say to Joe Krause when he calls me that I can get you to any kind of doctor in there immediately, whatever you need, because you've been neglected for seven, eight weeks. They need to know that I'm going to pay an expert $20,000 and we're going to fund that. You're not going to fund a client and we're going to fund that on scale that we're trained, that we have the team, we have the staff, you know, we have the technology to be productive. There's, this is a whole, this is a whole confluence of a lot of different things that come in to get that result. And we don't need to be patted on the back. That's what everyone should be doing. But the fact that I have clients that come, we probably have, 10 to 15 to 20 clients that come from other attorneys every week. And we evaluate. We don't just we don't just give them they're not getting calls back. 
literally a call back, a basic communication. They're not even getting a call back. So, so having said that, um, the contingency fee agreement, okay, uh, the great equalizer, as we've said, okay. Um, with that, you talked about happening. You know, the firm is willing to dish out to get the best experts. The great equalizer is the contingency fee agreement, which means if I get injured on the job, I don't have to come out of pocket. I could never afford personally to pay Sam Pond, Jody Hockey, uh, Tom Giordano, Frank Soprero, Melissa Chandy, um, you know, any of the Pond the Hockey attorneys. Talk about that contingency fee agreement. Well, the contingency fee agreement, as you said, Joe, and you use the right term, it's a great equalizer because it allows a union member or a middle class or lower class worker to be able to hire attorneys that they couldn't possibly hire because they don't have any cash. And it's only going to be paid if, in fact, that attorney gets a result for you. So the contingency fee agreement, quite frankly, you know, the enemies of labor, the enemies of the trial lawyers, would try to take away the sanctity and the and the and the, the fact that that is a great equalizer away because then consumers and union members really can't hire anyone. They don't have they can't write a retainer for twenty thousand dollars to represent have Jersey Hockey represent them. Only the very affluent can. This is you don't need any money. You can you don't need any money to talk to us. It's all right right now if you're getting benefits and we're evaluating your case, we call that an NFTP. There's no fetal petition. You're getting your benefits. We're going to come in, act as your guardian angel. We're going to do a whole diagnosis, give you a prognosis, a, a legal diagnosis, and a legal prognosis, and allow you to have that comfort to move on without paying us anything right now because you're getting benefits. You won't pay us until we settle the case or if they try to take it away. And if you go back to work before that, we have clients that we've done that for seven years without taking a fee. So... You know, that's just part of the deal when that word gets out there. So, yeah. We only have a couple minutes left, Sam. But you, you mentioned the holistic approach. I know Social Security disability is such a, uh, you know, a big part of, of, of uh, you know, what the firm does. Um, I, I do apologize for giving it only because I know you could talk three hours on this. The holistic approach is good because when I read someone comes in and we need to know the interplay between a pension When's the pension there? Social Security disability, offsets of workers' comp. You can possibly get three benefits, maybe four at the same time. People don't know that. Again, knowledge, education. You really need to go out and then extract all of it and the timing of all those benefits and the interplay. But people just don't know this. This is where we come in. This is our utility to society. This is part of our mission. This is part of our mission. Um, and we take it, look. You have the mission of that of that treadmill behind you is to have you get some exercise. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't think you noticed that. We can we can dust it off. Perhaps you were right. I should have covered that up. I did save, and I knew you were going to ramble a little bit, Jay Doc. So I saved an extra minute, and let me get let me put let me use the minute to give the listening audience the opportunity to use theater of the mind. And Sam will conduct um, the, the 60 to 90 second conversation. Pond Lahaki, the official law firm of the Philadelphia Eagles, standing on the 50 yard line uh, inside the link, staring up at 67,930 people who uh, need to be educated 
about what it means to be injured on the job. Standing with a wireless microphone on the 50-yard line, Sam, are you, and you have two minutes before um, to, to talk to those 67,000-plus people. What do you say? Well, first of all, they should they should go and talk to an expert and they should, you know, and, and get your rights. That's and that's often a, a people are afraid. Um, but you need to get an education. You need to. to, to I, th- I don't think most people do that. I, I don't think they get to the first story. That's my that's my fear. I'm glad you said that. That's my well, fear. They need to go and reach out to a professional, because as Joe said, with the contingent fee agreement, it doesn't cost you anything. Knowledge is there for free, literally. From a someone with my level of experience, you can call me for free and get educated and get peace of mind, get knowledge. Think about that, Joe. You're now going, you're not going to make any missteps. You're not going to step out on any minds. You've got peace of mind and you know where you're going as a result of suffering a work injury and the other benefits you have. I said to Ryan Boyer last week and Wayne Miller, the bane of my existence, the bane of my existence is running into someone that's missed the opportunity, especially with social security disability. And the fact that we are not educating people. If I had that audience for 60 some thousand people, I would tell them they don't even understand what their rights are. And if I was a policymaker, I would demand at the high school level that as part of a civics course, you understand not only the process, but you understand that you have legal rights and you have to have a rudimentary understanding. And then experts are available to educate you. Just schedule a call and take a half hour of your time and you will have such a different life. I mean, a game changer, a game changer. Literally, the difference between having a, a fearful, unknowing, and maybe financially disastrous life to a, a life of peace of mind and a better livelihood. The Labor Show with Jadok and Krause and our special guest, founder and managing partner of Pond Lahaki, Sam Pond. Pretty special guy. Uh, we'll take a commercial break. Doc will do three minutes on the treadmill. We'll come back on the other side as the labor show uh, rolls on. Sam, great stuff again, my friend, as always. I appreciate Thanks, it. Happy, Happy holidays, Sam. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. All right, good stuff. Back in a moment. My name is Eleanor Northfield. My husband was in the union, local 282. As I'm getting older, I would like somebody to fight for me. So I called up retiree first. Hi. And I got Brooke. <laughs> so nice you. to meet you. <laughs> yeah. I'm Brooke. I'm an advocate at Retiree First. I've been working with Eleanor for three years. She was one of my first calls. I helped her with transportation to her doctors, getting her glasses reimbursed. They are pretty fancy. I'm basically just answering any questions she has. And I always have a lot of questions. (laughs) Not too many. (laughs) I have a friend there. I love it because I can depend on her to help me out in any situation. Oh, I'm excited. She always comes through for me. And back here on The Labor Show with Jadoc and Krause. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to uh, what is turning out to be a great show. Every once in a while, Jadoc, you um, get off the front page of the headlines and you get a chance to talk with an individual and learn a little bit more about that individual. And um, I think when you do, um, it helps us and it helps the audience kind of understand what fuels the 
you know, the reality of that company. We've got a great guest for uh, our second half of the show today. I'll let you do the introduction, but uh, sit tight. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, so Joe, I mean, I'm ecstatic to, 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 to bring on to the program John Dolzak, who's the CEO and co-founder of Retiree First. And um, we had Sam Pond in our first segment and, and John Dolzak in, in, in our, our second segment. And, you know, this is a holiday special, an end-of-the-year special. Uh, we talk about friends of labor, but also uh, individuals that are, are not only part of labor, but who provide resources uh, to some of our most, uh, in, in, in a sense, when we talk about our retirees, uh, those who spent years and years and years working in the labor movement uh, and and now are, are reaping the benefits of, of benefits uh, from individuals like uh, John Dolzak and, and Retiree First. And I'm ecstatic to bring John into the show. John, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How you doing? How are you? How's everybody I'm, doing tonight? We're, we're good, man. This is a, uh, our holiday end of the year special. So uh, what I, you know, we have lots to talk about. Okay. Um, but first, tell our listeners a little bit about Retiree First and, and what you do for our retirees, not only throughout the Delaware Valley, but across the country now. So good question, Joe. So I come from a proud union household. In fact, behind me, is my father and my grandfather. Both uh, were officers of Teamsters Local 837 in Philadelphia. And when you have the upbringing that I did, it's not a coincidence that professionally I, I gravitated into such a unique, unique niche focus where the vast majority of our client base are labor unions and labor union retirees. Um, that's where I got my start. And to understand the right way to service a retiree of organized labor, it's I, I feel like you have to be exposed to what it means to be a member of organized labor and having that foundation growing up, being in a proud third generation household, even though I may not be today a car carrying member of the Teamsters or, or, or any specific trade union. I think you could ask any of our union clients from electricians, carpenters, Teamsters, IBW, UA, that you know we haven't forgotten where we came from. And we understand what it means to be a union retiree and what that entitlement comes with. And it's and it's a deserved entitlement. It really is. They've worked for that their entire lives. So I'll, I'll throw another one on there. Iron Workers Local 401. You got it, buddy. And, and so, John, you and I have talked about this before. Um, you know, you and you and I have a lot in common in this, in this, in this way. Um, so that responsibility. Okay. And you serve by the way, the general public also. Okay. And so, but when you're talking about labor unions, okay. And you talk about the number of labor leaders that have endorsed you to their members. My father was uh, right at the top of that list. He was our first. Exactly. But what's amazing about it, John, is you know, the responsibility that comes along with that endorsement. Um, and, and so getting the first one, um, you know, may be a little easier, but keeping that first one and then getting the second, third, and fourth tells everybody all they need to know about you and the company. Okay. And so uh, our retirees are, are often our most vulnerable population. And you know, providing services uh, to them, especially and in labor, they're also some of our most vocal population. So it's, they are. It's a huge responsibility, and they're voters in many cases as well. I mean, that, that's also very, very important. 
Absolutely. And that responsibility is such a big deal. Um, and, and retiree first and labor first has done an incredible job servicing. Just real quick, um, you know, the services that you provide uh, to our retirees, a little bit about them. Yeah, real quick on a high level. If you've ever called the 1-800 number on the back of your insurance card, when you do that, it's never a good situation. There's something going on in your life from a healthcare standpoint. And if you've ever been met with multiple prompts or different people each time you call, I think it's the best way to explain what we eliminate. And when you're a retiree and you're a senior, you know, healthcare is magnified. The importance of it's magnified. So when our retirees and any of our clients, they have a problem, they call a dedicated concierge, a dedicated what we call member advocate. That just doesn't know them by name. They, 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 they build a relationship. And, and it's not just about taking the call. It's about solving the problem. And, and many times, Solving a problem, it, it takes three, four, multiple outbound calls. But that's the key. We solve the problem. We just don't hear about the problem and give advice on how to solve the problem because an 85-year-old is not going to understand what a, a drug prior authorization is and, and what may be the best route to do to get it approved or to make sure it's in our hands in time. We do that work for them. We do the hand-holding. That's critical. Um, again, there's, they work their entire life for this benefit. And they work their entire life to retire. It's our obligation to take the peace of mind out of what becomes one of the most, you know, more stressful or important aspects of that retirement, their health care. So they can live a long, healthy retirement. And I think that's really how we give back the most is that maximizing that retirement experience. It's very important. How many retirees reach that point? but don't fully understand. In, in other words, they, they have spent their entire life um, working and, are, and have the benefits, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you fully understand it. And, and sometimes it's nice to have an expert to be able to provide the answers instead of just the assumptions. I think a lot of times, I'm, I put myself in that statement, by the way, sometimes I just assume things because I think I know what they are and then they ultimately turn out not to be. It's, it's a good point. And it's even, you know, magnified if you're a Medicare participant in this country, because you see the mailings, they get inundated each year, you know, from multiple insurance carriers really all aim to try to sign them up. I mean, you don't have to look far, just look at the Joe Namath commercials at night. Yeah, I mean, right. and, and again, that, that creates additional confusion. It's, you know, especially as someone that's worked their entire life to, ha you know, know the benefits came in a simple form and knowing that you have to sign up now for Medicare and you're in Social Security and your pension. There's all these other different things happening out there. Um, it can get daunting. And, and I think in that helping to navigate our country's very complex and fractured healthcare system. That's the value. And that's what they appreciate. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You know, at, at, at 59 and I don't know how I got here, but here I am. OK, these issues are prevalent now. OK. And, you know, as, as a, a married guy, one of the things and, you know, you can't you don't know this when you're you know 35 years old and right in the middle of your life. Um, but when you're my age, OK, on the doorstep there, um, companionship is such a big deal. OK. One of the things about retiree first and as we're having this conversation, in a sense, it's like having another companion an expert companion in this area that that can be a very difficult area to navigate. One of the things in your commercial, John, I love the commercial we air. You have one of your advocates with their client. Okay. It's such an awesome 
relationship they have there. But also you say something when you talk about when you met, you know, Anthony and, and G and, and, and they're your brothers. Okay. And, and, and that companionship is such a big deal, but also that same companionship with, with your, with, with your clients. And it's why union leader after union leader after union leader continue to not only endorse, but recommend to, 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 to their retirees which is such a big deal because they're laying their butt on the line for that. Um, That's true. So having said that, let's talk about, we're into the holiday season, John, and it's such an important time of year. And I know it means a lot to you. And um, what does, what does the holiday season uh, mean to you and everybody uh, at retiree first? You know, I mean, that's a good question. And you kind of hit on it a little while ago about, what you know the most important thing in life to be successful it's about relationships right um if anybody in this world told you they got there where they are in life by themselves without no one helping them and they, they you know they were mean and they were aggressive to everybody and that, that's just untrue right maybe there's a small few people that could say that but the, the vast majority of us it's about relationships and it's about being able to to, to build those relationships you know earn that trust earn that credibility you know, and then you know you'll be your friend, and then I think that's the best thing about the holiday season, whether it's your work colleagues, your friends, or your family. It's the to be able to connect with those relationships that matter because that's what life's all about. It really is. Not only the CEO of, of Retiree First, but giving back is such an important part of what you do on a daily basis. Uh, you're a football coach, right? You got Camden Catholic. Yeah, well, part time this year, first year part time, but I'm still very involved with the program and the school. Absolutely. And and talk about, you know, so we do a program with the kids in the school district uh, called Spark in the Dream. And it's, you know, we, 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 we bring the kids on broadcast. We did it, uh, you know, uh, on a labor show uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, talk about, though, that interaction with the young people and not only making them better uh, football players, but making them better men. OK, so that they have the tools. I love that commercial that says when you look at the college kids, 99.9 playing sports, 99.9% of these kids are going to make, go pro playing something other than the sport they're playing. Talk about yeah, right. making that difference in a young person's life. That's it's very, very, very satisfying, Joe. I, you build relationships and when they look up to you as a leader and someone that, you know, you could, you legitimately could say I was in your shoes. You know, you really have an you, ability to make an impact at a young age and, you look at some of the young people that we have working here now that I've coached over the years. I mean, now as I get older, a lot of the guys and the kids that I've coached are in the professional world. And I love to have that connection, that relationship to, with those kids long after they graduate. That That's what it's about. And again, like I said, everything in life comes back to relationships. Um, that's what makes everything move. That's what matters. And that's the biggest positive of you know being able to work with these young kids. John Dolzak, CEO and co-founder of Retiree First, is our special guest here on The Labor Show with Jadok and Krause. We'll take a, a short break. Before we do, in 30 seconds, John, I'll give you the last 30 seconds before we pause. Um, describe what how the end of your day is meaningful. What needs to happen in between the clock? For the end, for you to check the box on a meaningful day. Hmm. That's a really, really, really good question. I would say that I had to move something forward that day, right? You know, and of course, the day you get busy, but 
if you concentrate and you focus every day and moving one thing, even if it's one thing forward, no matter how small that step was, I can look back on the day with progress. It's the days that I feel I was stuck in neutral or even went backwards. You know, they're the ones that you want to forget quickly. It's a great it's answer. Yeah, good stuff. Good answer. We'll get to our first commercial break. Back with John Dolzak here on The Labor Show. Back in a moment. Navigating group Medicare health plans can be overwhelming. Our friends at Labor First, a division of Retiree First, work with plan sponsors to design and manage Medicare plans for union retirees, keeping costs low without compromising member experience. Retirees can keep their retirement stress-free by calling a dedicated advocate who will guide them through their health plans and answer their questions. Preserve the health benefits that retirees deserve at retirefirst.com. And back here on The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause, our special guest, John Dolzak, uh, for the full slate here in the second half of uh, The Labor Show. You know, J-Doc, it's interesting. Um, Sam Pond in one half hour of the show and John Dolzak in the other, but strikingly the same, uh, you know, in terms of beliefs, in terms of uh, empathy and care um, for individuals uh good job by you pulling this uh, broadcast together well here's the thing joe leadership is the key there okay uh, leadership and 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 vision and i love john's answer when he said when you asked him by the way john when you when you said that was a great question to joe kraus we've been doing the show 10 years that's the first one so just so just, <laughs> <laughs> no but um but i love your answer if you, you know, if you feel like you, you pulled the, you know, you pulled the barometer forward and you, and, and you made progress, that's such a great thing. And, and, and so when I think of Sam, who's a great friend and John, same thing, uh, I think of leaders who have a passion for labor. Okay. And, and individuals and John started out, one of the things about uh, retiree first and labor first is that you started off in the labor movement which means you were accountable for the first, from the first day. Okay. You know, with, for, with your father uh, and my dad and, 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 and a lot, you know, I know Anthony and Jean, um, you know, we all know, you know, what, what those standards are. Um, but also when you talk about the holiday season, uh, giving back and making a difference in, in the lives of others, um, which is something we do on a daily basis, I think. But one of the things you guys, uh, you talk about is, 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 is toys for tots, John. Okay. Um, talk about, you know, the commitment there and, and, and given to those children, uh, who otherwise may not wake up on Christmas morning, um, with a, with a gift under the tree. Uh, every, every child deserves that. Oh, yeah. Talk about that, if you will. I mean, it's probably the you know the, the biggest no-brainer of a cause to get behind. I mean, we've all we all were kids and we all know the magic of Christmas. And to think that there's any poor young man or young girl out there that doesn't have that same advantage um each and every holiday season. It's always been something since I think that we had maybe 10 people working here and we're we're pinching pennies to get by. It was still it was I think it was definitely the first initiative that we took on as an organization, as well as personally, just, again, it's a no brainer. What else, you know, whatever you can do to make those kids days a little bit better. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. It's interesting though, because um, I just did a show um, with Givnish, Joe, and I'm, and I'm sure you, you, 
And they're also, um, you know, they're also committed to Toys for Tots. One thing a lot of people don't know about Toys for Tots is that it's a Marine, the United States Marine, yeah. you know, operate that. And 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 so it's a, just a, when I think about it um, and, and the efficiency of that program, we had a couple of the, of the district leaders on not long ago, um, but I had no idea uh, that that it was a Marine charity. And I can tell you this. Um, when you, when, when, when you, when you, when you think about, uh, you know, that particular uh, group and that particular charity, um, it's, 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 a, it's about, you know, thinking about other people. It's about, you know, we all brought a toy to the, to, to the show. Okay. But John, you know, it's interesting because as you know, labor and our armed forces, there's such synergy there. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not a surprise. Um, you know, at all to, uh, you know, to, to, you know, to hear that, you, you know, your commitment and retiree first commitment is, is, is to, uh, you know, toys for tots and the connection, uh, with the military. Uh, it's so true, Joe. It's so true. I mean, we see that across our entire membership that we deal with today. I think it was, I think some, we did a study of a couple of groups. I think it was one out of every four, um, uh, retirees. We're veterans. Um, and we have some cases where it's even higher. And that's something I think that, you know, with the older generation, there was a sense of pride. Um, I think it's also been a, an important bedrock of that help build organized labor, you know, to the type of people that they are today. Um, and again, we see it in the retirees that we, that we service, um, you know, that sense of just support and service for this country. It's just another Another layer of what makes them amazing and what makes it proud to service them. Culture, though, John, you know, it's 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 it seems like uh, an, an inherent type of um, thing when it comes to labor. Uh, and one of the reasons we started the labor show years ago was because um, we were very bad at promoting ourselves in labor and, and, and what we do. Um, the synergy uh, when it comes to to just giving. OK. You know, funny thing, you know, what you do on a, on a daily basis and you've been doing it for years, coaching. One of the things that are out of our labor movement is we are your coaches. OK, we are, you know, we, and, and it's it is all about giving back. It's the team at, at, at labor, I mean, at, at Retiree First, um, when you know, I know it starts from day one when you're when you're actually bringing people on board. But is that something you look for, somebody who? Who has that giving heart? Uh, well, you, you, it doesn't matter about your background. It matters what kind of person that you are going to be. They, how compassionate that you are. It's critical. But um, getting back to what you just said, I, you know, one of the other pet projects that I have working with the school district and working with Camden Catholic High School, it's, you know, another area I think that we can organize labor can really grow and help is to help get the trades into the high schools, right? We see a lot of kids that they go to school. And this is, again, this is a, a passion of mine is now I'm a member of a, a school board of trustees is to promote that, to know that not every kid is going to go to college and that's okay. Right. Well, when I was growing up, it was essential. You had to go to four years of college. It's not essential anymore. Um, a lot of, a lot of my friends are in the trades and they do way better to, you know, in the, in the trades than they would have with any of the using their college degree. And I think we need to, to put the spotlight on that and, and 
you know, have an open mind. So that's something I'm definitely working on that I think is important to touch is my newest passion project with the school district, with the school that I work with, not the school district, I apologize, but with Camden Catholic High School. Well, it's interesting you say that because I'm also passionate about that. We just did a, a Spark in the Dream show. We had Butch Bennett of the Building Trades come and we had, so the Philadelphia School District has something called the CTE programs. I just- yes. Right. And, and, and so, and that's a career technical education. I just went to Temple University and uh, was a judge in their DECA um, competition there. And so we're bringing labor leaders and apprentice coordinators and all these individuals, um, you know, women in labor organizations um, and, and bringing them on the broadcast. They get to talk about labor and the path to labor and also have the kids talk about their dreams. One of the, you said an amazing uh, so there's a lot of different CTE programs. You have the business pathways, okay, and then you have the construction and the building trades courses. Um, we have the opportunity to do both of them. But what one of the things that you you, you touched on there is, you know, you're right. Um, you know, hey, college is not for everyone. A lot of kids, it's it's the answer and fantastic. One of the great things that and it's what you're alluding to is the fact that um, if you get the opportunity to get an apprenticeship. Okay, that it's paid for 100% by the union. Okay, the kids graduating with zero debt and they earn while they learn. And that's an opportunity. Okay. Krauss and I, we, by the way, we do have a, a big apprentice program school, uh, show in, in February with a lot of the apprentice coordinators. It's one of the things we also are passionate about on the labor show. And it's those opportunities that a lot of people don't know about, John, that you're saying that you're committed to right now with the kids from Camden Catholic. Did it, did, is there a demand for it that you're noticing um, at your school? A hundred percent, especially when I work with the kids, coaching kids. You know, a lot of them, they know by freshman, you know, the, the first semester of their senior year, they're not going to college and they're going to go try to join the electricians union. They're going to try to join the trades. Um, you know, you know, why, why they're finalizing their education. Let's embrace that. Let's try to get them as much of a head start as possible. Um, because I guarantee you there's a ton of other kids that have no idea what they want to do, but they know they're not going to college at that point. Um, and so just an opportunity. I think it's a responsibility, you know, that I have. And Joe was one of those things that I was going to ask, you know, any guidance and support that you have that, point me in the right direction. Cause this is a new endeavor. This is a new role being a member of the board of trustees. So I, 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 you know, I'm still early on, but again, it's important. Well, listen, we're on board. Okay. In other words, you know, I'm also committed to that. It, by the way, it was incredible. We're going to be bringing all the labor leaders on. We can, you know, uh, you know, by the way, we can obviously do it, uh, you know, for Camden Catholic, you know, the kids, there's a lot of them just don't know the pathway and you're a beacon there. OK, uh, you know, you talk about labor unions and we just be for, we're fortunate to have come through that path. And so, yeah, no, we're 100 we're percent on board. Um, a couple more. I know we, we only have a, a few minutes left, John. Um, talk about, you know, special, you know, so so the seniors that you represent and it's such a delicate uh, and and and. Um, you know, it's 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 a population that's so underserved, and and you guys do such a great job. Talk about some of their needs, and talk about you know, especially during during the holidays, a lot of them have lost a loved one, you know, their spouse. Okay, um, talk about that approach that you talk about with the team when working with their as advocates with their members, 
and things you check on during the holidays? That's a great question. Again, it's why we're different. It's why you don't want, it's why we're different than calling the 1-800 number on the back of your insurance card. We're, we're there to build relationships. And in many times that may transcend just talking about healthcare and talking about those specific needs. It could be, you know, it could be a, a travesty or something tragic that happened in that retiree's life that they just want an ear to bend. They want someone to talk to another line. that's going to have compassion. that's going to listen to them. It's going to want to talk about the fishing trip with their grandson. And most organizations, obviously, it may not look like the best use of your, your employees' time on paper. But sometimes it's the things that, you know, don't present an initial ROI right. from a business sense that have the biggest value long term. Because those relationships help us do our job. It's, it's the reason why we are successful. So I encourage my team in training. They're shocked many people when they come from other organizations that we, we don't care how long they're on the phone. The longer the phone call, that means the more, the more of the labor first slash retiree first you know, gra- you know, energy that we delivered. Right. And, and that's, that's going to lead to success in the long term. So we got about a minute and a half left, John. You know, uh, just a couple of things you, you're proud of from from uh, 2023 and things you're looking forward to in 2024. So, you know what? I'm really proud for the team I have here. Uh, we've we've been growing each year. And, you know, as you grow, you cannot stop the commitment that you've made to the very first client that you that took a shot on you 10 years ago. So I'm very proud that that's where we're at from an organizational standpoint, that even with the growth, we've gotten better. I think our clients will tell you that as well. And, you know, I'm just listening. I'm, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my health and my family's health. And I'm a very blessed person. And I owe that all to organized labor. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Even though I'm not a card carrying member of any labor union, I would not be where I'm at today. My organization wouldn't be here without the labor movement, especially growing up in Philadelphia. So John, thankful for last, that as well. One last thought yes. I want to get before we get out of here. Um, the reference that J Doc made earlier about when he was 35 years old compared to when he was 59. And I think it's important to point out um, at 35, when you make a mistake, you have years of a runway in front of you to recoup from any sort of uh, any sort of mistake. But when you get to be our age and you get to a point where you do need to make the right decision going into retirement, sometimes I don't think you get a do over. Uh, you know, and and that's where I think retiree first is the olive branch um, for retirees um, to not only put them on the right path, but help them avoid making the wrong decision, which they can't reverse. Well said. Well said. Uh, Really what perfectly said, Um, because you can only you have no margin for error or little margin for error at that point in your life. And the last thing we've seen it happen to a lot of retirees where they'll get something in the mail, they'll opt out, sign up for the wrong insurance plan, and then Medicare has rules. You can't get out in many cases. Mm-hmm. And that could be catastrophic when your expensive medication is no longer covered at a $20 copay. You have to pay full price. Mm-hmm. And we've seen these, these horrible situations. And it's our job, and you know, in our opinion, is it's our responsibility you know, to help protect every retiree that we represent on behalf of organized labor and all of our clients across every sector. Absolutely. 100%, Joe. I mean, you got last word. I'll give you 10 seconds. I just want to say that, you know, retiree first has your back and that's, what's really important. There it is. John, uh, we want to wish you and everybody at retiree first, a great holiday season, my friend. 
and you know continued great work to all of our members and all the people and the retirees uh, across the nation, man. You're a great friend. Thanks, guys. That's going to do it for this edition of The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. On behalf of John Dolzak, the CEO and the co-founder of Retiree First, and of course, on behalf of Jay Doc, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody.